The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today Weekly Edition podcast number 206. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we make the case for putting Billy Idol into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Before we get to the actual news, I have some podcast news to share. This will be the last new episode of the weekly edition podcast. No, not forever, only for a couple of weeks. I am not stopping the podcast. I'm actually going on vacation. I will be out of country, technically, for a couple of weeks. So the only newer podcasts on this network will be the daily ones. The weekly edition podcast will return with new episodes on Monday, May 10th, once I get back from my vacation. The EDM podcast, for those of you who listen to that one as well, will also have new episodes coming back on Tuesday, May 11th. Now, with all that being said, on to the actual news. The Latin American Music Awards were held last week among the more popular categories, because there were a lot of them. We're not going to go over every single one, but the popular ones were. Song of the Year was Carol G. and Nicki Minaj with Tusa. Top album, Pop, was Camilo with Por Primera Vez. Top duo or group was Eslabon Armado. Top favorite artist, female, was Anita. Artist of the year was Bad Bunny. Shocker. He actually won a ton of awards on this. New artist of the year was Raul Alejandro. Album of the year was Bad Bunny. It was not El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. It was actually Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G. Bad Bunny was also the favorite male artist. Favorite pop artist was Shakira. Favorite pop song was Shakira and Annual AA with Me Gusta. The Academy of Country Music Awards were held after I recorded this podcast, literally like 12 hours after I recorded this podcast. I will go over them when I get back from my vacation in a couple of weeks on May 10th. We'll go over them. Last week, I mentioned that Phoebe Bridger's guitar that she trashed on Saturday Night Live a couple of months ago was up for auction. Well, it sold for $101,000 in the People have way too much money category. The Juno Awards have been pushed to June 6th. They were supposed to have been held on May 16th, and they were actually supposed to have been held long before then. So this makes the second pushback. Reason being, COVID. Canada not having a good time of it at this point. The BAFTA Awards, the British version of the Academy Awards, were handed out last week. Musically, there was only one category, and that was for Best Original Score, and just like every other award this year so far, at least, Soul 
won for Best Original Score, so congratulations to the usual suspects of Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and uh, also John Baptiste. Rich the Kid has signed with Rostrum Records. Morgan Whalen announced that he will not perform for the rest of the year in order to continue working on himself, and that's actually really good news for him. I'm glad that he has taken the time to rediscover. I suspect that it had more to do with probably alcohol or drugs or something along those lines, which would explain his outburst, um, which was not pretty. Anyway, I wish him the best of luck. He's actually a really good artist, and the world is full of second chances. He deserves one, I think. Just my opinion. Don't at me. Also in tour news, Alejandro Sanz and AJR have both announced tours for 2022, not this year. By the way, they're not touring together, although that would be one hell of a duo. Get a little... Spanish music, and then some alternative hard rock. Kind of interesting. Eclectic at best. The New York Philharmonic played its first concert in 400 days last week. That is the longest stretch that they have ever gone through without playing. The orchestra was stripped down. There were no brass or woodwind sections, and they only had 23 string players, but still... It was a concert, and according to everybody, it was actually a really good one. Real estate firm AJ Capital is close to buying Nashville's Roseland Theater. I believe that now makes the second or third Nashville music venue that they own. The Rolling Loud Festival has pushed its dates again to July 23rd through the 25th in Miami. In Capital Insurrection News, John Ryan Schaefer, the frontman for the band Iced Earth and a member of the far-right Oath Keepers militia group, you may remember his photo from that famous photo of three or four guys who were screaming at the cop. He was the one that had on the baseball cap and the blue shirt, if memory serves, with the beard. Well, He has become the first defendant of the insurrection to plead guilty to federal charges in connection with the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. He agreed to cooperate with investigators in hopes of getting a lighter sentence, and the Justice Department will consider putting Schaefer into the Federal Witness Security Program, at least according to a U.S. District Judge. I don't know how this guy gets into the witness relocation program when he's sort of famous by now. Uh, I'll let them figure that one out. But it should be interesting to see exactly who he flips with the Oath Keepers. This is going to get interesting. Ticket holders to the ill-fated Fire Festival were awarded $7,220 in a class action lawsuit. There were, unfortunately, three passings to pass along this week. Rest in peace to Adam Perkins. Adam was a Vine star who got popular when his musical Welcome to Chili's Vine went viral. Adam's cause of death was not announced. Adam Perkins was 24. 
four years old. Rest in peace to Rusty Young. Rusty was one of the founding members of the 70s country rock group Poco, who had the number one smash single, Crazy Love. Rusty passed away from a heart attack. Rusty Young was 75 years old. And rest in peace to Black Rob. Rob, whose real name was Robert Ross, was a rapper on Bad Boys Records, whose biggest hit was 2000's Whoa. Black Rob passed away from kidney failure, and also he had four strokes. Black Rob was 51 years old. This week, we're going to make the case for another artist to be inducted next year into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. William Michael Albert Broad was first in the British punk group Chelsea, then became the lead singer of the popular punk rock band Generation X. He got his stage name because one of his teachers said that he was always Idol, hence Billy Idol. Billy took everything he learned during his time in the London punk rock scene and developed an extremely successful solo career. With the help of his guitarist and writing partner, Steve Stevens, Billy put out eight studio albums. Of those, four hit the top 40 with two of them, Rebel Yell and Whiplash Smile, going top 10. In his native UK, he had five go top 40, but only Whiplash Smile went top 10. Billy also put out 37 singles. Of those, 10 went top 40 on the U.S. pop charts with four going top 10 and his remake of Moni Moni going to number one. On the U.S. rock charts, he did even better with 16 going top 40, eight going top 10, and Cradle of Love going to number one. In the UK, only 10 went to the top 40, with three going top 10, with the highest only going to number 6. Billy was also nominated for three Grammy Awards and 10 MTV Video Music Awards back in the days when the Video Music Awards actually meant something. And it is that last stat that is probably the reason why Billy Idol is not in the Hall of Fame as of yet. See, despite all of his worldwide success from the early 1980s into the early 1990s with songs like Rebel Yell, White Wedding, Eyes Without a Face, Flesh for Fantasy, Hot in the City, and many more, he became popular as part of MTV's Second British Invasion, which made stars out of a lot of artists who had a certain look. I believe that the voters still hold that against every artist from the early MTV era who came up with New Wave. Judging from the list of nominees from the early 1980s British Invasion who have been actually put up for induction, only the Eurythmics have been given consideration. Thing is, though, Billy was never New Wave. He just looked like it. Billy has been, always will be, 
and especially back then, was always a rocker. Therefore, the Halls shouldn't hold his success in the MTV era against him. And especially with 80s acts like Journey and Bon Jovi, the MTV darlings, getting in, it is high time for Billy Idol to, at the very least, be considered for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This week, I'm continuing to give a segment to an indie artist in order to showcase their work. I am also still planning on doing a podcast that showcases indie artists and or indie record labels, but because of the upcoming vacation, I've decided to at least table that idea now until at least mid-May. So, that gives you guys a little bit of time. If you want your music showcased, either on this podcast or my indie music podcast, and of course it won't get me one of those lovely takedown notices, then email me at musichistorytoday at gmail.com. The address is in the show notes in the links section. You can also get at me on Twitter at musichistoryday. And like I said before, all the links are in the show notes where it says all my links. This episode, I am going to play another song from the songwriter-producer who does all the music for my EDM podcast, Hey Joe C. The name of her brand new song is Pieces. Thank you. 
That was Hey Josie with her new song, Pieces. You can find the link to it in the show notes and also check out her SoundCloud. That link is also in the show notes as well. She is an amazing artist. Absolutely love her stuff. Like I said before, if you would like to be featured, just drop me a line. Links are in the show notes. And with all that said... Onto the charts for the week, where there are some new changes, finally. Billboard Magazine, Top Album, Justin Bieber's Justice, Top Single, Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open, Top Artist, Justin Bieber, for the 2000th week in a row, Top Social Media Artist is BTS, don't ask me how they actually figure this out, it's a mystery. Top streaming song is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Top digital sales song is BTS's Dynamite. Top sales album, top current sales album is Demi Lovato's Dancing With The Devil, The Art Of Starting Over. Queen's Greatest Hits is the top catalog sales album and the top independent album. Top vinyl album is Sturgill Simpson with Cutting Grass Volume 2, The Cowboy Arms Sessions. And the top adult contemporary song is for the umpteenth week in a row, The Weekend's Blinding Lights. On the country chart, Morgan Whalen takes back the number one album spot with Dangerous, the double album. Chris Stapleton's Starting Over is the top country song and the top country streaming song. And Taylor Swift's Mr. Perfectly Fine Taylor's Version from The Vault is the top country digital sales song. On the rock charts for the umpteenth week in a row again, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood is the top rock song. Queen's Greatest Hits is the top rock album. It also happens to be the top hard rock album. 
Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear spend another week as the top rock streaming song with My Ex's Best Friend. And Fleetwood What Max Dreams spends another week as the top rock digital sales song. Top hard rock song is Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody is a top hard rock streaming song, while Drowning Pool's Bodies, which is an awesome song, is the top hard rock digital sales song. Let the bodies hit the floor. It's just awesome. Anyway, top alternative song, top alternative streaming song is still for the umpteenth week in a row. 24 karat golden and Ian Dior's mood. The Cranberries Zombie is the top digitals sales song on the alternative charts. Meanwhile, Billie Eilish takes back the top alternative album chart with When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? On the rap charts, Cardi B's Up is the top rap song, top rap streaming song. Rod Wave's Soulfly is the top rap album. Masked Wolf's Astronaut in the Ocean is a top rap digital sales song. On the R&B charts, Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open is the top R&B song. Top R&B album is The Weeknd's The Highlights. Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches is the top R&B streaming song. And Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open is the top R&B digital sales song. Globally, finally, things have kind of split. Normally for like the past, I'd say, eight or nine weeks, when I said globally, even with or without the U.S.'s numbers, it was the same song. This week, different story. The top global song with the U.S.'s numbers, Lil Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. However, if you exclude the U.S.'s numbers, the top global song is Justin Bieber, Daniel Cesar, and Givian's Peaches. On the Latin charts, what was last week is this week, with one exception. On the album chart, Bad Bunny takes back the number one album with El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. Meanwhile, everything else stays the same. Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez's Dakiti was the top Latin song. Top Latin streaming song and top Latin digital sales song belongs again to Caliuchis with Telepatia. And Caliuchis owns the top Latin pop album for another week with Sin Miedo del Amor. Y otro demonios. On the international charts, top Canadian song, Lil Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, top Canadian album, Justin Bieber's Justice, top Canadian digital sales song, Lil Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, top Canadian adult contemporary song, Dua Lipa and Da Baby's Levitating. Top Canadian country song is High Valley's Rivers Still Running. Top Canadian rock song is Foo Fighters Waiting on a War. Top K-pop song in South Korea is IU with Lilac. Top UK song is Lil Nas X Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Top UK album, The Snuts with W-L. And The Snuts is spelled S-N-U-T-S. Just in case you want to check it out, it's actually a good album. 
top UK digital sales song is Joel Corey Ray and David Guetta with Bed. Nathan Evans Wellerman spends another week as a top Euro digital sales song. Top French digital sales song is The Weekend Save Your Tears for another week. Nathan Evans Wellerman spends another week as a top German song. Top German album is Giovanni Zarella with Ciao. Top Spanish digital sales song is Alejandro Sanz and Camila Cabello with Mi Persona Favorita. Top Switzerland digital sales song is Nathan Evans with Wellerman. Top Australian album is Taylor Swift's Fearless, Taylor's Version, and Pink and Willow Sage Heart spend another week as a top Australian digital sales song with Cover Me in Sunshine. As always, the EDM charts are found on the EDM podcast, which drops at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays, except for like the next two Tuesdays or so, because again, I'll be on vacation. On the Apple charts, top song is Masked Wolf's Astronaut in the Ocean. Top album is Eric Church's Heart. Spotify has Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, as the top global streaming song and the top UK streaming song. Meanwhile, the new one from Polo G, Rap Star, is the top American streaming song, and from here on, expect me to say Polo G a lot. For instance, YouTube. YouTube America's top song, YouTube America's top music video is the aforementioned Polo G with Rap Star. 15 million song views, 12 million music video views. The top artist, for obvious reasons, the late, great, legendary icon, DMX. 55.4 million views, up from the 53rd top artist last week. On the UK YouTube charts, top song is Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, with 2.06 million views. Top artist for another week is Eminem, with 4.56 million views. Top music video in the UK, yep, Polo G, Rap Star, 1.43 million views. Globally, though, it is all Indian music. For yet another week, Lute Gay and Emran Hashmi with Jubin Nautial is the top song and the top music video. 81.5 million views on the top song, and it retakes the number one spot on the music video from BTS. This week, 48.5 million views for music videos. Top artist for another week is Alka Yagnik with 285 million views. However, she is down from 413, no, 415 million views only a couple of weeks ago, and she has been steadily dropping. And Loot Gay is coming up on the chart, and BTS is hovering nearby as well. So maybe next week might change, but you'll find out in three weeks when I get back from vacation, which I'm going to mention a lot of times because uh, this vacation is actually hopefully going to be fun. Onward, the hits Daily Double top album is Taylor Swift's Fearless, Taylor's version. On the song revenue chart, 
Lil Nas X's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, is the number one song again. This week, it is $169,466, which is up from $156,264 that it made last week. The difference is actually in the streaming revenue. It lost money on the weekly sales revenue. It was down from 19000 It hit $13,233 this week on 14,542 units sold. Streaming revenue went up, though. This week it is $156,233. That's up from 137000 last week. It had 28,074,262 streams. That's up from 24 million last week. As always, buy your music people because these people only get six-tenths of a penny per stream. Support them by buying the music instead of just, you know, Spotifying it. No offense to Spotify. On the Shazam charts, top U.S. single is Soul Sonics, Leave the Door Open, Meanwhile, on the UK singles, The Blessed Madonna and Fred Again's Maria. We've Lost Dancing is the top Shazam UK single. It also happens to be BBC One Radio's top single. BBC Two Radio's top single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. On the iHeartRadio charts, top 40 single is Billie Eilish's Therefore I Am. Chris Stapleton's Starting Over is a top country single. Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear's My Ex's Best Friend is the alternative rock single. Top R&B single is Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. And The Weeknd's Blinding Lights is the top adult contemporary single on iHeartRadio. On the Rolling Stone magazine's charts, Polo G, Rap Star. 38.8 million streams. That is the top song. Top album is Taylor Swift's Fearless, Taylor's version. Top streamed artist is Taylor Swift with 204.6 million streams. Top trending song, though, is Polo G, but not what you're thinking. It's with Rod Wave. Name of the song is Richer, so expect that one to pop up into the top 10 on every other chart probably next week. Top breakthrough artist for March was Masked Wolf. Now, since I'm going to be away for a few weeks, I'm going to give you the new releases for the next few weeks. For starters, new releases that come out on April 23rd, i.e. this uh, Friday, will include Alan Vega, Art Deco, Dinosaur Jr., Eric Church has a new one called Soul to go along with Hearts, which is the number one Apple album this week. Fieldhouse, or I'm sorry, Field Music has a new one out. Lawrence Ann will have a new one. Luminous Kid, Porter Robinson, Royson Murphy, Silverware, Todd Snyder, and the legendary Mr. Tom Jones will have a new one. On April 30th, you'll get new ones from Ashley Monroe, Crum, Don Richard, The Dropkick Murphys, Boston Zone, Gohira, Guided by Voices, J. Period, Leon Vinehall, Manchester Orchestra, Marion Faithful and Warren Ellis, Matt Sweeney and Bonnie, Paul Jacobs, Royal Blood, 
Teenage Fan Club, and Tony Allen. And then May 7th, you will get new ones from Jack Ingram, Miranda Lambert, and John Randall. That's all one album, by the way. Ice Age, Nancy Wilson, who is making her debut solo album after all these decades as lead singer on Heart. Squid, Teke Teke, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, another Boston group. Travis Tritt, Van Morrison, and Weezer, with a new one called Van Weezer. So that's for the next three weeks. By that time, I'll be back and I'll have new episodes. We will officially be back with a new episode on May 10th. So in the meantime, that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 206. And I already can't wait to get back to give you 207. This is my life. I absolutely love doing this. I will miss it for the next couple of weeks. I guarantee you. I will be in a place where I'm not going to be able to have too much in the way of Wi-Fi, and uh, I'm going to miss creating. I really am. So I can't wait to get back already, even though it's going to be a fun vacation. With that being said, everybody, have a good next couple of weeks. We'll see you back here on May 10th with a new episode. As always, thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash musichistorytoday. We are also on Twitter at musichistoryday, and you can now find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when. All of those links can be found in the show notes below. Thank you very, very much for listening. <music>